Hello and welcome to Every Youth Matters. I'm Dr. John Tan. For the past 30 years, I've been helping youths realize their life potential. In recent years though, I've helped many parents, teachers, counselors and youth workers engage their young people. In this podcast, I will share tips, tools and ways to reach who may be that difficult or challenging youth who just will not respond to your best intentions. What can we do to reach and win their hearts? I believe that the youth's potential is too precious a gift to waste. So come, join me in this journey for Every Youth Matters. Welcome to Every Youth Matters. This is Dr. John Tan. And in this episode, I'll be sharing with you the start of my journey. The reason why I do what I have been doing and what I am doing. Well, let's start from the beginning or sort of. I confess, I was a very mischievous child. I had an almost insatiable appetite for curiosity and mischief. And that meant I got into trouble all the time. For example, being called to the front of the classroom by the teacher being called to the principal's office and my parents being summoned to the school to meet the principal. And that started actually in kindergarten. I just had this tremendous urge to not be able to sit still in class. I'll be looking around my classmates and teasing them to no end. In particular, there was this boy in kindergarten. I remember giving him nice names, which I would call every day. And uh, one day, the teacher came up to me and said, You know, John, you have been very naughty. And I was wondering, why did she say that I was being naughty? I was just giving names to my friends. She didn't think so. And she actually called my parents. And so, right there, I had to bring a letter home from the kindergarten, went home, told my mom, I said, Mom, you know, there must be something very important because my principal wants to see you. Isn't that great? And of course, my mom was like, what? What's happening? She was a working mom, so she had to take off from her work to come and, you know, see my principal. And so the story was told that her son, which is me, had been teasing and bullying a group of students in the class. Now, you see, from my point of view, it was not bullying. I was interacting. I was trying to be communicative. I was sharing my views. Hmm, maybe they were not so welcome after all. So, the long story short for me was that I had a warning letter from the principal and the principal was very, very concerned because that child that I had focused all my attention on, he actually transferred kindergarten. And so my mom, well, my mom brought me home. And in the evening, when my father came home, well, judgment was served. Well, I'm telling you the story um, not because just to to you know kind of like boast of my past, but no, it's it was the beginning of my wondering why am I different? And later on I learned a word for it. 
much later on though, it was the word called divergence. Divergence, the ability or in fact the quality of seeing things very differently. So I found out that I saw things very differently from other people. Now, it's not because I wanted to stand out or be different. It's just that I view things differently. And that stemmed from me also being very, very curious. I was a curious young person. I wanted to know why this, why that. And above all, I wanted to know why there are rules. There has to be a reason and purpose behind rules. Otherwise, I will not follow. Now, not because I wanted to be disobedient, but I needed to see and understand why certain things have to be done in certain ways. Only when I'm convinced, I will follow readily. Well, well, it didn't happen that way most of the times. Uh, because I just cannot understand certain things being done in certain ways and I had to ask. And when I asked, well, my parents come from that generation where they say children are to be seen and not heard. And my voice will be something very irritating because I'll be asking things like, why? Why? Who said so? Why must you do it this way? Can't you do it the other way? And my parents would say, you boy, shut up. And I'll, well, you think I'll take it too well? No, of course not, because this extended to school. And I believe I must have been a very, very irritating student because I had many, many questions to ask. But the problem was that the teachers hmm, sometimes are not so willing to answer. Because my questions have to be about rules and regulations. Why this? Why that way? Why must the batch be you know, pinned in this way? Why not another way? And it was all the time like this. And I didn't realize I was just labeled a very difficult, difficult child. And then I also found out something about myself. And that is I love to take adventure. I love risk. And so, can you imagine with that combination of not being able to follow rules just because they are rules, but questioning them and mix it with some desire, inherent desire to mm, adventure or take a risk out there? Well, it was a powerful combination. It meant incident after incident, you know, just episode after episode of adventure to me and trouble. So the rule is very simple. When something gets broken in a house, when something is just not going right, it is always John's fault. And that's a common rule in the house. It seems that way because I have an older brother who's very good and a younger sister who's very cute. So I'm the middle child. So can you imagine? Whenever there's something's happening that's not right, there'll be one cry in the house and that will be, where is John? And I'll be hiding in one corner waiting for judgment. Well, in school, whenever things happen in school, 
it has to be John and his group or just John alone. Well, truth be told, most times those people who cry out for justice and for whatever, most times they were correct. They were right because it was my fault. But then again, not always. So I would say my career as a student was colorful and it is not an understatement. But don't get me wrong, I really enjoyed my childhood. I really enjoyed even getting in and out of scrapes uh, because I learned one thing along the way. I learned that I am a good learner, a good learner of life, not necessarily in academics, but lessons of life. I seem to pick up intuitively lessons that will, when I reflect now, I look back and I say, wow, I had learned those things already then. So, you know, the question is, how would a concerned adult reach out to a child like me? Curious, mischievous, getting into scrapes and troubles all the time. I will want to share with you, and this comes personally from the bottom of my heart, and I would say, it is possible. It is possible. Although it may be a little challenging at times, it is possible. So, I, I made it my life journey, and I'll be sharing you in this uh, show, you know, lessons that I've learned. Number one, from the point of view of a child or a teenager, and also lessons I've learned from being from the other side, that of a concerned adult in my role as a youth worker, reaching out even to the toughest of youths or students. I am really, really gratified that it has been a worthwhile journey. And I want to share that with as many people who want to make a difference in the lives of the teens or the youths, you know, that they're dealing with. It, it could be a parent who's very, very worried that perhaps, you know, your child might be going wayward. He or she might be making friends or keeping company that you don't really, you know, approve of. So what can you do? But the moment you want to say something, they bite back. Not only do they bark, they bite. Or perhaps it, as a parent, you might find it difficult to reach the child who, had, who seemed to have transformed overnight. What happened to the sweet, obedient, adorable child who listened to your every word. Now, instead of that child, you have a grumpy, sullen, non-communicative teen who happens to be living under the same roof. What happened? Or perhaps you are a teacher or a counsellor or a youth worker and you're trying to reach out to that teen who who seems to put up a wall which is even more formidable as the Great Wall of China. You just cannot reach. So what do you do? I've heard in my journey so far, 30 years, many howls. And the howls came out from hearts that are so anguished, they cry out. Well, it will be my extreme pleasure 
to have you come on board and join me on this journey as we discuss ways, as we kind of like, you know, work through situations where we find a way to reach out to the hearts of every young person. It doesn't matter whether they are a difficult child or they are an eager child. It doesn't matter whether they are a child who may, may seem lost or who may have many, many questions like me before. It doesn't matter because what really matters at this moment is that every youth matters. So come, join me in this journey. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been really great having you on board. And if you have not already done so, be sure to visit me at drjohntan.com. That is drjohntan.com. While there, do subscribe to Every Youth Matters show. Also, if like me, you want your message to reach a wider audience online, do sign up at instantpodcastleader.com. That is I-N-S-T-A-N-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-L-E-A-D-E-R.com. Instantpodcastleader.com. If you do just that, you'll get a free ebook called Inspire, Connect and Elevate Your Online Reputation. So, till the next episode, remember, we're in it together for every youth matters.